Hey guys, Benjamin Darius, aka BJ here from Dear Dad Podcast. Now, when I started this podcast, I wanted a platform where I can record and upload my content very easily. I didn't want to go through any hoops to get my podcast out there. When I did start my podcast, I was on a different platform. But after I was introduced to Anchor, not once, not twice, but over three times by my close friends, I decided to give Anchor a try. I must say, I absolutely love it. Not only is it easy to use, but I am able to record, edit, post, and publish all my episodes right there on the app or the site. I was able to transfer all my episodes onto Anchor in less than five minutes. That for me was unbelievable. Oh yeah, here's the best thing of all. It's free. It is free to use. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. But take my word on this. It's true. Using Anchor has definitely made podcasts so easy. Trust me, you'll love it. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad Podcast, a platform where you can come and express yourself rather through poetry, spoken words, essay, or simply a live conversation. This is all dad talk. I'm here for you. Let's go. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for this for Dear Dad podcast again. My name is Bjemson Darius, aka BJ. I'm not gonna forget it. I know I said it before that I forgot my name, or I forgot to mention my name, but I said it again, and I said it for the last couple of episodes. I just want to make sure that I say it. Um, and today I have another guest, and it's another relative of mine. It's my little sister Barbara, <laughs> and I am so thrilled and so happy that she decided to like come in this podcast to share her story, to share her uh, view of motherhood, to share her view of how she's visualized dad, um, and to just share a little bit about uh, life experiences. Um, and again, she's my little sister, but she's all grown up now. She's a mommy, and I'm so proud of her. But I'm not going to go into that too, too, too much. I'm going to let her introduce herself, and you guys can take it from there. So I'm going to introduce you to, again, my little sister, Barbara. Hello, everyone. Um, Barbara, as he introduced me, I'm the youngest out of six. Um, I'm kind of nervous about this, but I'm pretty happy that I'm doing this with my brother. Um, I just feel like as I'm coming into this podcast that I share my story on how I came about to the woman I am today. And I'm just looking forward to Peeling off the layers with my brother. Peeling off the layers. We're gonna peel a lot of layers out, so don't be afraid. And again, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you just these questions and these questions again. You can go as far as you want to go, um, and be feel free to be emotional as much as you need to be. Um, but again, that's how real we want to be. Um, as you say, you want to peel back um, some layers, and that's what we intend to do. So, who are you? Who is Barbara? Um, Barbara is a a go-getter. Um, Barbara is someone who never gives up. Um, Barbara is someone who is constantly trying to become a better version of herself. That's that's who I realized who Barbara is. Hmm. Barbara's a better version of herself. You know, I'm gonna. This, this is it's a good statement. I'm. We're gonna touch based on that later on. Tell me about that. Um. Uh, this is weird for me, but um, growing up, I never had, I don't have a vivid 
memory of my father mm. in terms of a personal memory with him. Um, I've always heard stories. So my experience with him was based off of other people's experiences. Interesting. So a lot of times um, growing up, I would hear certain things about him and I had to take that experience and just make my own perception of who he was. Wow. Um, from what I was told, not knowing um, him and my mom split up mm-hmm. um, while she was pregnant with me. And um, from there, it was just stories about how he was in and out the house and how um, him and my mom didn't really have a stable relationship. So I would always hear my brothers and sisters explain their per- their um, relationships with him and experiences with him. And that's been my perception of him growing up. Mm. So what, you, what have been your personal experience with, with, with dad? Because you said that I don't know, we've, you've heard uh, just stories about him and uh, through us. What is your personal experience with dad? Um, that's, that's, that's very hard for me to answer because, um, I would say I had, uh, a situation that actually happened recently through my, through my daughter's summer. Um, he called, we were speaking, me and him were speaking on the phone one day and it, it kind of hurts me to know that this is the one memory I will carry on for the rest of my life because it happened in my adult years, but you know, he asked me, um, it was Summer's birthday coming up. And he was like, you know, Summer asked him, are you coming? And then he told me why you don't, um, Summer asked him why you don't speak to my mom. Mm. And he said he didn't know what to, what to say. Okay. So he said that he knew in that moment that he had to build a bond with his granddaughter because he felt like he messed up with me. Okay. To the fact that his granddaughter is noticing it. So, you know, he came to Summer's party and that was big for me because I've always known for my dad to not be there when I needed him. So the fact that he was there to support my daughter, that was very, that's my personal experience with him, knowing that he was taking steps to build a bond with my child. So that was very personal and daring to me. Wow. So you don't really share much memories about dad. No. Really? Wow, I, I I thought it was different. I thought he was, he I wouldn't say favored you. I just thought he almost always was there for you, to some degree. I'm not saying he was there for any one of us, but I just thought he was there for you because you were the youngest, and I thought he was, um, able to provide for you to some to to some degree. And you're telling me you don't really because I, I mean I'm digging because I'm realizing that you don't really have a shared memory with him. No. Wow, wow. So uh, do you think you have any characteristic in, in dad that you have in yourself? Yes. Um, before my, not a lot of people know this, but because um, I have a great way of hiding it, okay. um, I had commitment issues. Okay. Not in terms of relationships, but with everything in my life. Um, it was very hard for me to commit to certain things and stick to it. And the reason why I say that's a characteristic of my dad is because, to me, I felt like as a father, he didn't have a commitment to me. Mm-hmm. So I felt like there were certain things that I would see within him in terms of, oh, um, I know I need to do this, but I'm, I'm just going to find a way to get around it and not do it. Okay. And I felt like I found a lot of char- that a lot in me, and it scared me. Because I didn't realize 
these traits until I had a child of my own. Mm. And I started realizing in the beginning, like, okay, this is a little weird. So these are things that I definitely wanted to fix about myself. Um, so that was, that's one of the characteristics that I realized because of the fact that I felt like he didn't have that commitment to me. Now, what's tricky about that question is that in my own eyes, I don't feel like I know my dad. Okay. So I wouldn't even really know what else he may do in his life, how he carries himself, that I could say, oh, that's me right there mm-hmm. in terms of the way he eats, the way he sleeps, mm-hmm. the way he interacts with people. Like I can't say, okay, oh, wow, dad does that, and I do that too. Mm-hmm. All I know is that when it, time, when it was time for him to commit to being a dad to me, I didn't get that. So I felt like I had those issues growing up. Any other characteristics in you that you feel like you have that he has? Um, not really. Good or bad? Um, see, that's that's what I'm saying. I I don't really know because, like I said, it's it's hard for me to to realize what I have of his because I don't really know him. I don't feel like I know him fully to say, okay, you know what? This is what you have now. What I what I do feel is like I don't I don't know if like my, like my siblings feel like as if okay we know dad so we know okay maybe he is like you guys probably know him more than me so maybe you guys see things within him and then you say oh yeah Bobby has certain things within herself that dad has but for me personally I've never seen stuff within himself that I see within me. Mm. Now you see you haven't seen any certain characteristics in him besides the, that, what, what you mentioned, that you have noticed. Now, is that a move that you're trying to change? Are you trying to find a way to have a better relationship with that? Or is it something that you just pretty much has crossed off your list? Um, I think it's hard to build a relationship with someone that kind of made it comfortable for you to not know them. Okay. Um... As a woman, you get to a point in your life where you feel like, I've made it this far. So you kind of put up this wall where you're like, if I made it this far without him, I'll be okay without him. And that's just part of the stubbornness of feeling like maybe there's still hurt there. So I'm trying to cover it and mask it with, I'll be fine at the end of the day. But I do come across moments where I feel like, this is something that I have to repair because the only way I'm going to get to the root of who I am is by getting to know him. So this is something I definitely think about every day in terms of building a relationship with my father. You know, with the characteristic part, I mean, you were saying that again, there were were certain things that you don't think you, you don't have because you don't know. Um, I know with me and um, Emmanuel and um, probably Peggy soon, I know there's certain behaviors that we do that we cannot even explain. I know certain things that I do um, that Emmanuel does and my and dad does. Um, even you know what? Even as far as a confession right now, even just using the word dad for me is foreign. Yeah. You know, it's hard for me to just say, "Oh, that's my oh, that's dad or oh, that's daddy." We grew up um, saying, "My father, my dad." I mean, my father, my mom. It was come to a point that when I was I was playing with my one of my friends and we were saying me and me and Emmanuel was talking he was like oh my father my my mom my dad uh wouldn't even say my dad 
and uh, my friend was asking don't you guys have the same parent I was like yeah we just said well so why are you saying my my father because that's how we grew up we grew up saying my father my mom because he wasn't there I mean it was probably a, a bad way of saying uh, saying it but because he wasn't there it was just it just became a way of us addressing him um, we, didn't, we couldn't say dad because he wasn't a dad to us he's a father because he helped I mean he helped contribute to give us life but we couldn't say dad even still today saying the word dad I found myself hesitating because he wasn't there for me to to say he's a dad and I mean as of right now in a, in a present tense I can say dad because I have a better relationship with them um, I'm able to build a better relationship I'm able to grow because I want to be better um, so that's why whenever I'm around him I want to find out what kind of stuff that he does or don't do um, see if it's in me because there's a lot of stuff bad behaviors in me that I know that I don't like and I need to find out where's it from I don't know if it's from mommy or is it from dad and it's hard because right now they old and certain behaviors that they do I don't know if that's if it's gonna show it um, and uh, it's it's hard it's, 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 it's very 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 hard so I mean a lot of characteristics in, in um, my siblings I can see um, that we, we we share in but as far as my as far as my father see it's easy for me to say as far as my father it's hard for me to just like figure out what behaviors of his that I have um, that um, he has I mean I know there are certain things that he does or he, he, he did in his life as far as having multiple women and have a lot of kids um, that I choose not to do um, but that's that's just that's just a life behavior that he decided to pick up but I didn't I, I decided not to do that but that's not a characteristic in him that I I can say that I have I mean one of, one of the characteristics in him I, I think that I have is more of a it's a loving person my father loved kids and he loved to love I mean it probably took him a while to get there but I can see how much he loved I can see how much he want us to be around every time we're around him he close every time we talk to him he, he embrace it and like the last time I told him that I love him it was it was it, it looked like there was something that was missed um and i said it because i wanted it was a healing for me and i also wanted him to heal as well um because i'm i'm pretty sure he grew up not hearing that so that's why <clears throat> i was asked what kind of characteristic that he has and um that characteristics that in him that we find in us um maybe sometimes we do sometimes we don't find it but it's crucial so we can know what behaviors that we're we are doing certain behaviors that we are carrying so we don't have to like find out where it's coming from it's from mom it's from dad so we can know how to like i don't know change it if we have to this is gonna be a little bit uh, more in depth maybe personal how has the presence or the lack of presence of dad had an impact on you um well for me it's it's different um is different parts to it of him not being around that affected my life. Um, him not being around. Okay, so you know how like there's a a domino effect, and I look at my life as a domino effect in certain ways. And the reason why I say that is because um, with my dad not being around in the beginning. I guess it didn't it didn't bother me as much. And the reason why is because um he left at a very early age for me. So I got used to him not being around. But I didn't feel it until I seen the hurt within my mother. Okay. 
So with her being hurt and her explaining to me the way he was and how he treated her and everything, um, that's when the abandonment started to become more clear to me. Um, with her being upset and angry and, 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 and being a person that went through so much with him, um, I was raised by a mother who was in pain. So with her being in pain and not being able to express herself because of whatever she went through, I had a lot of moments in my life where I was very cold in relationships. Um, I felt like I didn't know how to be affectionate. I didn't know how I should treat a man because I was never taught how to treat a man. Um, I was always taught um, how men hurt you. So I never knew what it was like to think there are great men out there. So um, I have this type of personality where I instantly enter any type of relationship with my guard up and I always feel the need to be strong in every situation. Um, The only thing is, when you're like that, I feel like life throws you curveballs and then you end up being in a situation that tests all that, that breaks you down into realizing, okay, you know what? You're not so strong. This is this this is gonna break you down either way or not. And for me, my dad not being around hit me the most in my previous relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was meant to happen, but I'm happy that it did because my relationship with my child's father taught me a lot about what it's like to not have a dad around. Okay. So. For me, I learned a lot from knowing that when you don't have... When you're growing up, people always tell you your dad is supposed to be your protector. Your dad is supposed to be someone who takes care of you, somebody who tells you you're beautiful. He's supposed to be your first love. And for me, um, I searched through that through a man. Um, When a man knows that you're damaged and he he knows that you are searching for fulfillment from a male figure, Mm -hmm. um, for me, they take advantage of you. And a lot of times, the person would hurt, 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 hurt. And I would think it's okay because I felt like that's all that was out there. Mm -hmm. Because I was conditioned to think that way since I was younger. So a lot of times in that relationship... I wanted to cry out so bad for my father to tell me, you're going to be okay. This is not the end of the world. But I had a lot of moments where I felt like this is there for me and this is all I deserve. This is what's destined for me. So a lot of times I had a lot of dark moments where, you know, I thought I didn't need my dad, but those moments made me feel it the most. So that's how I feel like those moments was when I realized how not having them around affected me the most. Wow. Wow. Um, when you were talking, just, I was reflecting on, um, one, something that I said, and, and two, something else that Commander was said. It was, some, it was pretty much the same thing. Um, growing up, um, when we were younger, we pretty much had to pretty much raise our own self. We had to grow up real quick, and it was sad because we as far as childhood i feel like it was robbed of that um we could not go or do certain things because we had to like be an adult 
um, we had to be the parent, we had to be the mom and the dad at the time. I know I explained the um, last previous episode where um, even when there is a permission slip to sign for school, we had to take the adult role. We had to pretty much sign our own papers to um, bring back to school because my mom couldn't read or write English um, then, and we had to do it ourselves. So we had to grow up, grow up real quick. We had to learn how to cook by ourselves. We had to learn how to like feed ourselves. We had to learn how to like dress ourselves because our mom was so preoccupied um, working and trying to live and trying to be trying to survive. So it, it, it set me back. And even in a relationship, I, I when you were saying that, it set me back. Um, in a relationship, it whenever I I'm dating someone, I fall deeply in love with that person. Or I, I threw myself in it deeply. And I always questioned why. I was like, why do I fall so fast for someone um, so easily? And why do I literally immerse myself in that person's presence? for so much and so easy so 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 quickly and i could never like see that and i didn't really i didn't really realize that until like after i got married and i, I didn't even it didn't even clicked until i got married again um and i i found out the reason why is probably because i didn't have we didn't have a household that that was disciplined we didn't have a father figure or a father. I'm sorry, not a father figure. We had a father figure. We don't have a father in the house to tell us, yes, no, don't do this, don't do that. And because of that, we, again, had to raise ourselves. So whenever I'm in a relationship, because I didn't want to be home at that time, because I didn't have a space on my own at that time, I threw myself in that relationship deeply. So therefore, I would stay home. I would stay out late. I would be in the person's presence at all time because I want that person to love me the way I'm not being loved. My mom could not love us because I don't even think she knew how to love. Um, she couldn't love us because she didn't have the time to love. She couldn't love because there were so many of us. And I'm not saying that's not an excuse, but there was so many stuff that was going around that she had to take care of that she didn't have time to do it. I mean, mommy didn't have time. I mean, they couldn't say it either because she did not get it. She was hurting. So it made me realize the, uh, the reason why I was, I was throwing myself at individuals so much is because I didn't have that at home and I'm pretty sure that's something you went through as well you didn't have that so therefore whenever you get into a relationship you feel you feel that the person that you with had to give you all that the person had to give you love the person had to be there the person had to you had to like immerse yourself in that person and that's not a good way about doing things um, and sometimes it takes the hard way for us to learn that behavior is not a good behavior um for me i didn't learn about it until like again after i got married and just reflecting on it um and it just was a surprise to me and i think every one of us went through that every one of us that went through that because we didn't know how to how to love mommy didn't know how to teach us how to love because she was doing everything so when we whenever we get into a relationship we we threw ourselves a little bit too deep, too fast in a relationship and not trying to like feel our way in. We just immerse ourselves with that person, being at the house, go to movies, just a hundred percent immersed. And it was just I think it was a problem for me. And I now see that's why it was a problem for previous relationship because I was I was at the person's house at all time because I didn't have a space of my own. I didn't have a space of my own. And um and with that it's it's just it's just hard to just like grow at time um do you feel like 
do you feel like because of um again the lack of presence or not of dad had an effect on your dating life yeah because um it's funny how you say we immerse ourselves into the people that we're with um a lot of times like i get moments where like i'm afraid to be alone oh my god like I'm one of those people when I love, I love extremely hard, and I feel like I need to be with the person all the time. And um, for me, I feel like it got worse as I got older because I always yearned for that, like for for consistent male attention. Um, For me, I would revolve everything around the validation from a man. Mm. Um, I will always feel like, okay, if, if the person, like, for instance, like, um, if the person just was in their house, not answering their phone, I would instantly think I'm annoying them or I'm bothering them or I'm doing too much. And a lot of times it was just, I was in over my head. Um, I had a lot of moments where I just wanted to be around. That's all, that's the only person I wanted to be around. Right, right. And I, because I felt like person completed me mm-hmm. I couldn't like be without them I would say for myself recently um I've allowed myself to understand that the world doesn't revolve around that person that I have to continue to work on myself and put myself first so I always have talks with myself and tell myself like okay you know what just because you love this person you don't have to suffocate them or you don't have to feel like I, you constantly need this person to feel as a whole. You should just want to to just be around the person and love the person, but not feel like you need, like be needy for the person. So for me, a lot of times um, I, I get like this, not to go off a topic, but like it kind of like relates where um, I get, I have a sense of guilt that I've always wanted to like share, but I never knew the right time to talk about it. I always felt like as the youngest sibling, um, people always thought I had it good because not only did the rest of my siblings feel like they didn't have that relationship with my father, they felt like they didn't have it with my mom. Mm. And I feel like a lot of times they felt like, oh, um, my mom has this bond with Bobby that's like crazy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times um, what, what, what my siblings didn't realize was Whatever mistakes that they made, she expected me to exceed past all that. And it caused me to make the worst mistakes out of all six of us. And a lot of times I felt guilty because I felt like I had to constantly defend myself and say it's not my fault if my mother is a little different with me. Because I felt like I was blamed a lot or or I, I would get into... I would have certain, like, especially with, like, you know, certain siblings, I would feel like me and a sibling couldn't have a, the best relationship because they felt like I had a better relationship with my mother. So it put a rift between us. And a lot of times, I always, I always had this guilt in me for feeling like I had a, 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 probably like a little bit of a better relationship with my mother. And I always felt like I, I was the blame of that. And it, it hurt me so bad for so many years because... I never wanted my siblings to feel like, oh, you had it better than us because you didn't feel anything we felt. But I was just as hurt because what always 
got to me was you guys had the memories of my father. You guys were around him or you guys would even if it weren't it wasn't good memories, you guys just still had memories. And the fact that I I don't feel like I had those moments with him, it it really bothers me. And a lot of times like I always hear stories about like this is how things was when dad was around and like even when I would hear you talk about like how when dad was around and how things would play out and certain things like I just it just bothers me because I'm like I can't even I can't even if I even if it did happen I can't even remember if something happened when I was around so it's like it's like my siblings would feel away and then I would feel away but I don't feel like we ever had a moment where we could come together and put our differences together and realize like wow we didn't know that you were feeling that way or wow I didn't know you were were going through that I didn't know you was you was in pain just as much as me um but yeah like where it, it relates back to that um I had a moment in my life where I came very close to having a father figure um, there was a point in my in my life where me and my oldest brother were inseparable. Me and Peggy had this type of bond where it was like he was my dad, and um, he would take me everywhere with him. And our relationship got damaged because anything I everything I was going through at the time, I expressed it through anger, and I was going through a lot in high school. And he, you know, whenever he would tell me, you know, give me advice, I, I always felt the need to take it and listen. But there was just this one day we were in the house and um, he was like, you know, you need to get your act together. I don't know what's gotten into you. And I was like, don't talk to me like that. You're not my dad. Mm-hmm. And from that day, literally to this day, our relationship has never been the same. Mm-hmm. And I think that cut him really deep because he literally fought like fathered me like he did everything in his power to make me feel like I had a father and I think by me telling him that it bothered him for so long and I know it did because he did express it to me one time but it just it's something that never really got fixed and I felt like I I damaged what could potentially been a, a great relationship from me and my brother but I think at the time I was going through so much and trying to realize who I was and going through so much in high school and and going through a lot of bullying stages that I feel like I've never even spoke about I went through a lot of bullying stages in my life where I felt like you know um if my if my dad was there then these things would not happen I found myself becoming this person in my life who constantly kept using subconsciously my dad as a reason why I was going through certain stuff instead of just reflecting how could I use the experience of not having my dad around and and be a better person and be a better version of myself but at the time I was so immature and not realizing that I was acting out and I was hurting the people around me actually so from that point on that's when the cycle of bad relationships came into factor and I didn't realize that everything I always wanted in my father I tried to find that through a man right. in a relationship and it, it honestly it only damaged me more mm-hmm. because with the person knowing I was yearning for that mm-hmm. they 
knew that whatever they did, I was just going to hold on tight because right. I needed that attention. The person would tell you, you're beautiful. They'll buy you whatever you want, whatever. And then it's like, they're hurting you at the same time. And you're not realizing that this is just the attention from a man that you're yearning for. So that's, that's for me, that's, that's my perspective of certain moments in my life where I felt like not having him around affected me. You know, I, a lot of these stuff that you're saying, I had to reflect back on. Um, one of them is just for me to just to apologize. I'm just gonna apologize for you now. I, I I'm sorry because I was one of the siblings that thought that you had it good. I really did because um, you had a relationship. You have a relationship with mommy, um, and it was so easy and it was so cool. And you guys are like, you're like two siblings fighting at time. It was so, I, I stood back and watch it at all because we didn't have that with mommy um because mommy had again mommy had to raise all of us at the same time so she didn't have the time to just like cater to each and every one of us so um when you came along matter of fact to be quite frank <laughs> again when i found out mommy was pregnant with you i was actually upset with her and i don't think i've ever told her that i've told jessica that maybe a few years ago I was so mad at mommy for being pregnant with you because I was like how can you let a person my dad impregnate you or touch you that's never around man like why do you why did you allow him to touch you like I was so mad that she was pregnant and allowed my father to pregnant her again for the sixth time seventh time my mother had a miscarriage the sixth time and for you to just like let it happen but that's not my experience that's not for me to judge her on because she had her own experience. My dad had her own experience and I had my own experience. But to be honest, again, I was really upset. So when you came along and you were able to have a lot of the stuff that we didn't have, should I reflect that back on myself? A lot of stuff that I didn't have with mommy because again, mommy didn't have the time. So when I'm sitting there and I see you have this relationship with mommy, it's just saying that, oh, you have everything. Mommy is able to cater to you better because she has more time to cater to you. Um, Mommy's able to talk to you because she had more time to talk to you. Mommy's able to do a lot of stuff with you because she has more time now. Because most of us uh, have already been grown up already. Um, we're able to do our own thing. We, we have our own job. We're going to school. We're able to do sustain life um, for that time frame. Um, but I never, I never, I don't know why I never like sat you down and asked you, well, Barbara, how are you feeling about that? Or is this is the case? We just automatically assume you're spoiled because you're getting this, you're getting that. Um, because all the stuff that you're getting, you're receiving relationship, you're getting either money or whatever whatever it is, we wouldn't get any of those stuff. So when we see that you were able to receive those things without one even asking or asking and receiving it, it kind of like set us back saying that, oh, you're spoiled because we didn't get those stuff. And we never actually put you into consideration saying maybe you're not. Maybe you're going through your own struggles that we don't even see, you know? Maybe you're going through a, you, your own ordeals that we're not even put into perspective. But I'm not blaming you and no, and I'm not blaming myself. I think it was just uh, it was just the situation that we were in. We were ha That's what we had to deal with. Um, um, but that doesn't excuse the action that was taken. And I was, again, I can honestly admit I was one of those, I was one of the siblings that honestly that you were spoiled 
to a point that I was just like, you know, I, I even always said it. I was like, brother, I can't wait till you grow up. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I can't wait till you grow up because I can I can honestly say I, I know you're going to become a wonderful woman. I know you're going to become a beautiful soul. Um, I know you're smart. And I, I always said that. And I still strongly believe that. And you have. Um, so I, I take full responsibility for what I've said. Hurt is hurt. There's no level of hurt. It's just like sin is sin. So we should not excuse if I'm going through something that, oh, I'm hurting more than you. So therefore, it's an excuse. Whatever you're going through is minor. No, whatever you're going through, you're entitled to feel that feeling. You are 100% entitled. A lot of people feel like, well, I'm feeling this way and the person feel that way. Maybe mine's not just. No, whatever you're feeling or you felt is just. You have reason for it. And I wanted to give respect for that. Um, and again, I'm not going back to what it was. I'm just telling you now because I didn't know. Um, what happened and um i'm gonna ask a, ask you a question that's not on my list of questions but it's based on what you just told me and i just reflect on it do you feel like we dropped the ball as being a role model for you us as far as the siblings for me um i think it was I was in a position in my life where I wish I had, um, okay, so I remember when I was younger, you and my two sisters, like, you guys had, like, this bond that I always wanted because me being the youngest, um, all my siblings are way older than me. As, as the age I'm at now is a lot more things to relate to. But when I was a teenager, a lot of things, it was hard because everybody surpassed certain um, levels in their life. So when I was going through things, um, it was hard for people to try to relate because we came from two different generations. So whatever I was going through felt very mediocre to the people that were older than me. So whatever I would try to, I would try to analyze, okay, um, did this person go through whatever I was going through? Or did this person go through whatever? And it was very hard to try to relate. And I think it's because with me being the youngest, um, it was hard for me to come and talk to you guys about certain things because I always felt shut down. Right. I was kind of like, oh, what could you be going through? You're getting everything you want. Yes. So I actually turned that into anger. Mm. And um, a lot of times I would do things, and I know you guys are wondering, why is Bobby always doing this? And... It was honestly a cry out for you guys to just come and talk to me. And I always got the other reaction. Um, I always got, oh, you're always doing dumb. Like, you're always, you're always, you're always messing up. Like, why are, you, why are you always doing this? And it was literally a cry out. And I feel like to this day, nobody realized that. So I had to reverse it and realize, you know what? I can't, I'm, I'm doing this, but the only person I'm really technically hurting is myself. So a lot of times I always wanted you guys to say, oh my God, just pay attention. Oh my God, just come talk to me or just try to like, just figure out what's going on. But it was always, it was always the opposite reaction. So there was a point in my life where I had to realize, you know what? I can't do this anymore. And I had to live a better life for myself. So, um... To be honest with you, in terms of being a, a role model, um, it, it's, it's kind of hard because for me, 
I would say one of the things that I've always um, liked about you was your ability to be selfless. And that's something that I struggled with for a very long time. Um, I had a lot of selfish tendencies growing up. And when I would see you in relationships with other people and see how easy it was for you to give all of yourself, it's something I envied for a very long time. Because I always wondered, wow, we come from the same parents. How come is it that you're able to love so hard and I'm just like this cold, cold, cold person? And it was very hard for me to realize over the years how, like, how much it takes out of you to become that person. And um, I remember you being in a, in a specific relationship and allowing yourself to be vulnerable to that person and seeing you get hurt. Um, I never told you this, but there was a point in time in my life where that happened to me. And I was actually scared to reach out to you and tell you how did you deal with this situation because... I was embarrassed mm-hmm. because it's 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 kind of like crazy to you when you change you try to change who you are for someone and then the person kind of turns around and slaps you in the face. Right. So for me that's something that I've always envied about you that you just are this person who are you're able to put others before yourself and that's something that I had to work very hard to change. And, you know, people always say, like, it's just easy to just stop being selfish. No, it's very hard right. to not be selfish because you're always put in a position where you're the baby of the family. So a lot of times you always have people to save you mm-hmm. from certain situations. And I had to take myself out of that for a moment. And, you know, I started realizing more things um, as you guys each started moving out. Like, I started really noticing different things within myself because when everybody started moving out is when actually my relationship with my mother got bad and the reason why I say that is because with her not having all of us around whatever she was whatever she was going through I started to feel it and a lot of times I would be like okay you know what um how would this sibling deal with this with mom and I feel like you guys had it so easy, which is crazy because my mom had moments where, like, she would always say, like, oh, this child never did this or this child never did that. It's always you. So I used to always think to myself that I was the, the, the Ryan egg. So it's funny how you guys always thought, like, I was spoiled and everything, but I always thought you guys were, like, the best children to mom. The way she would like talk about you guys, it was just always like, oh my God, I'm going to be the black sheep of the family forever. But a lot of times it was just, um, I think I'm a little bit more expressive than everybody else in certain ways because I tried to be a little bit more bold. And that's something that I feel like a lot of us struggled with. Um, I feel like we lived in a household where um, speaking your truth and trying to be who you are was very hard. And that's something that I wish um, you guys did more for me, um, where if this is who you wanted to be, you would be that person. And if we were, if we were those type of people from the beginning, then mom would realize, okay, you know what? They're, all my children are like this, so I'm just going to have to adjust to it. But when you're in a household where everybody's kind of like, 
oh, we're not going to do that because mom is going to... It's kind of kind of like, you know what? When you're that person, you're the one that's like the problem. So now everybody starts thinking you're the problem. So I don't think that people started realizing till I got older why certain things were the way they were. And I think a lot of times I just wanted you guys to realize like, okay, Barbara's not doing these things just to be in... Like, you know, just to not care. She's doing these things because there's obviously something deeper within her that's hurting her. And I just wanted you guys to just honestly understand that. And I I also apologize for not taking into initiative the pain you guys went through. Because a lot of times you guys would put up a guard and hide a lot of that pain. We never had conversations when we were younger about the pain we were going through. Everybody just was, oh, we're all good. We're, we're, we're okay. We're, we're going to be fine. And that's honestly how I carried myself for a long time. So when I started going through pain, when I got to certain ages that you guys were at, I did the same exact thing. I put up a wall and I guarded everything. So that's something that I, that like I said, these are the little things that I wish that they're barriers that you guys were able to break down. So I would know what to do in certain situations. Everybody has their own pain. Honestly, you were, had, you were going through certain things, and, I, and so were we. Um, and I think the reason why, and I'm just reflecting on what you were saying before, I think the reason why we were not able to cater to you the way you, we were supposed to as siblings, because we were all different ages, um, where, where we dropped the ball, and I say that because you were younger, we were of age of a certain degree, um, I think it's because I believe it's because we were dealing with our own demons, so to speak. We were dealing with our own ways of how to like live life. Like again, we had to teach ourselves how to grow. We had to, had to learn how to grow ourselves. We had to grow up real quick. So, in the process of growing, and this is my experience, and I'm I'm, I'm guessing that's how it is with um, the rest of my siblings. In the process of growing, we're so caught up in ourselves that we can't think of anybody else. Like, I'm trying to survive today. I'm trying to be okay. I'm trying to graduate school. I'm trying to just make it. And I'm supposed to think about you? You are an individual yourself. You can do it yourself. And with you, Barbara, I'm like, you are, You have mommy and you have other people that can help you. Why am I the one that should go help and help you? To a certain degree. I didn't act on that. But, again, not acting on it is just as, just as bad. Um, I mean, again, thinking back on it, I was, just, I was just so caught up on trying to get my life together. And I'm guessing that's how the rest of us were, too, that we just left you hanging, left, left us to the side. And I, and, I, and I honestly felt that. I was like, we definitely dropped the ball. And I'm not putting blame on any one of us. And I'm not saying it is fault at, for anybody. But I honestly feel like we were so caught up on trying to grow up and trying to figure ourselves out how to go away with life because of where we were to where we are now it's just like trying to figure life that we did not think about trying to help the person next to us i mean look at me and Emmanuel. we grew up in the same room and we are two different individuals or two different mind frame we act differently there are certain characteristics about us because it's genetics but as far as mind frame the way we go about life is different it's really different i mean i think one other trait that we have i think all of us may have is that when we love we love deep we love hard we love hard um that's a correct characteristics in all of us that we 
a characteristic in all of us that we I can honestly say that we have. Um, but I honestly think that it's because that we were just trying to figure life. But in the process of figuring life, we just left. I felt like we left you behind. I felt like I left you behind. That's why I was so open whenever you called me. Why I was so open whenever I, I, I uh, you needed me because I know I at a certain point that I didn't do what I was supposed to do to make you feel better. I didn't say what I was supposed to say to make you feel a certain way to like say, okay, it's, it's gonna be okay, or this is the way about doing things. This is how you should date this person. This is how you can, you shouldn't date that person. Regardless if you listen to me or not. I feel like as long as you have that, at least you can say, okay, you know, my brother told me I can do this. I'm not going to do this. My brother told me I shouldn't do this, so I'm not going to do this. Or look out for this. I just let you grow by yourself, which is what we did. So I guess in, in retrospect, I feel like if we were able to grow ourselves, raise ourselves, you could do it yourself. And that was a horrible way of thinking. And I feel like that's one thing that I think all of us did, not intentionally, but because that's just what the environment that we were in that allow us to be um or to neglect you to certain to that degree let's let's take a, a change of mood uh change the direction a little bit i want you to tell me about motherhood motherhood is more of a sensitive but it's like a bittersweet um topic of that that every time i talk about it it's it's like a high and low mm. kind of thing. Hold on one second. So when I asked when I asked I just want you guys to know when I asked Barbara that question when I was talking in comparison to the last topic we talk about to the one that we talk about now there was a slight smile that grew in her face. So I'm guessing it's gonna be more positive than negative. I mean I know it's a it's a growth thing, but I know I can tell that shift in her face where the posture to her facial reaction and her tone. I said it before changes. I just want to let you guys know that her her face facial reaction changed she actually put a smile on her face now (laughs) (laughs) for me when I first had summer it was one of those things where it's like I didn't know how to feel because obviously I was in a situation where I I wasn't expecting to have a child at 20 years old but I feel like it was one of the best things that ever happened to me summer taught me how to be this person that I never thought I could be. And I have moments where I just lay there and I think she's she's honestly the reason why I'm the woman I am today. When I first had her, I was I was actually at a at a low in my life where I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't know where I was headed and what I was gonna uh and how I was gonna end up and I had a lot of moments where she would lay there and I'll be, I would feel my lowest and she would just come and bring so much joy to my life. And she still does it to this day. She's five years old right now. So she teaches me how to love. Every time I wake up, every time I wake up in the morning, Summer always hugs me. She always kisses me like she's so affectionate she's basically the better version of me and there are times where I never thought I could love someone more than myself so um for me summer made me reinvent myself to the point where I look at my old self and you know how when people say if you could tell you if you could tell your younger version of yourself, 
Like, I literally would tell the younger version of myself today, you are going to become a great person. You're going to be okay. And it's because of the unconditional love you have created with your, your child. And when you have a great bond with your child, you reflect on certain things about your childhood that kind of starts to make sense. Um, for me, me having Summer honestly made me understand my mother more because I know she loved me, but it was hard for her because it's hard to give somebody something you've never had. What I did was I took that and I tried to give Summer something that I never had, which is telling my daughter I love her every day. Mm, Telling Summer I love her every day, it's so natural for us and it's very foreign to my childhood. So a lot of times, um, it's, 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 it's something, motherhood is something that I would never reverse. And I'm just happy that I'm able to give someone something that was always trapped in me. And whether it's selflessness or um, loving and just pure, pure, unconditional love. So for me, motherhood is amazing. Um, to be honest with you, when um, I used to have dark moments a lot of times, someone would literally come up to me and hug me and tell me, mommy, everything's going to be okay. And it's powerful when it comes from a child because you would think, what do they know? Mm-hmm. But she, with her telling me this, I know for a fact like she was sent to me from God and I know she was sent to me to teach me a very valuable lesson about life that life is short. And a lot of times you have to just appreciate those around you and understand that through all the pain, there is still sense of light. And she was, she actually came into my life very, very gracefully. And a lot of times now, um, the reason why I work so hard and I do everything I do is because I want to be able to show her, you know what, mom got out that mold out of that darkness and she reinvented herself she became an independent woman and she raised me and she was a go-getter that's something that i want someone to explain to her future relationship when they're having conversations about their parents because we do it out with our parents when we get into relationships we have deep conversations with our partners about who our mothers are who our fathers are and that's something that i always want someone to feel i don't want her to feel if I'm having a bad day. I don't want her to feel if mom is angry, so this is how she expresses herself. Because honestly, children at her age are sponges. Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling angry that day, it feeds off on her. So a lot of times I try to just be positive with her. Um, One thing I do with Summer a lot that is amazing is I always find time to have mother and daughter time. I always try to find activities for her to do because I feel like I want her to be able to grow up and say, oh, um, my mom was tired, but she would take me to do this or she would take me to do that. We always had moments where she would have fun with me and take me places, and these are the experiences I had with my mother. And a lot of times, um, we're not perfect. We have moments where we get frustrated. We have moments where we're angry about stuff in our life, and obviously our children are going to experience that. But I'd rather her have... A balance between both. Okay, she was feeling like this today, but she picked herself up again and was able to do this. So for me, I'm still learning 
through motherhood, but I feel like through motherhood, it has made me a better person. Yes, motherhood, I can definitely say, has changed you, Barbara, to a different person. Um, if, if it has allowed you to grow up, again, maybe faster than you would want to, but I think it changes your perspective in life. It changed your idea in life, idea in life. Uh, so therefore, it forces you to think differently. It, it allows you to become a smarter person, uh, a, a go-getter, as you said. Um, and again, th- what you're doing right now is not because of, it's not for yourself, it's for Summer, it's for your daughter. So all the sacrifice that you're making, it is for, uh, it is for her, not only for today, but for her future. Um, I want you to just elaborate in, on a little bit more about Summer. Tell me about more about Summer. Well, a lot of people always ask me why I called her that. And now, a little moment with Elias. Okay, guys, if you want to keep up or listen to more of this podcast, you can go to Google Play, Stitcher, Apple, and Spotify. And, of course, on social media as far as Instagram. Catch you later.